0: Welcome back to The Francisca Show, a Jewish coffeehouse podcast, where we encourage fellow artists and entrepreneurs to collaborate and support each other while sharing their stories. I am Francisca, a singer, composer, music producer, coach, and also your host. Welcome back to the show. So excited to be doing this episode today. What I'd like to tell you is that Jamie, our guest today, is hosting an online summit called Expand Online, and it is free to attend. Please get the link from the show notes where you can attend. It's going to be really awesome. I am one of the speakers. I'm so honored to be on this summit. There's so many amazing things you can learn. It's all about uh, transitioning your business online. And this is specifically for artists. So this is an incredible opportunity. Jamie Slotsky is such an incredible and innovative Jewish woman who has created her business to support and help artists support themselves. Also make sure to check out my a cappella version of Shri Sham. it's on the Kolisha collab playlist on YouTube. And if you are serious about upgrading or turning your creative venture into a, a profitable business and monetizing your skills, please reach out to schedule your discovery call with me. I'd love to hear more about your work and see if we'd be a good fit for each other. Enjoy the episode welcome back to the show everyone if this is your first time welcome this today we have with us jamie slutsky here from greater seattle she is a podcaster online entrepreneur and mom welcome to the show Jamie. thank you so
1: much for having me
0: this is so fun so you are a fellow podcaster and one of your new initiatives is creating a space and helping artists build their online products and converting their talents, our talents, into something that can be sold. And I think that's one of the goals for this year that I am trying to implement into this podcast is providing more resourceful information and education for our dear listeners. And I'm so excited to have you on the show. So I'll have you just start off with giving me a little background. You are Jewish and <laughs> I found you through the She Podcasts Facebook community. So take it away. You are a podcaster yourself, so you know what you're doing.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much. I When I actually, when I saw your post, I'm like, oh, Jewish artists, I have to connect with you. And that's really kind of how it started is I feel that there's so much going on in the world right now, secularly, um, philosophically, and all that stuff that taking my innate technology skills. I love technology. I love making it work. Taking that and bringing more joy and more fun to people's lives is really kind of what my mission is for this year. And so I said, I am going to double down on working with artists, musicians, um, anybody who's really in the arts of helping others enjoy life, be fulfilled and have a sense of accomplishment and helping those types of people, you know, the exact listeners of this podcast, um, to do more online to create you know new revenue streams in their business whether they you know want to cut back on the hours in the studio they want to cut back on other things or they just want to broaden their opportunities so that more people can experience their style and their art and that's something that I felt that was really important especially in the current climate of you know where where we are at and so I grew up um born and raised in the conservative community in a small synagogue up in Vancouver, BC, Canada. And as you mentioned, I live in the Seattle area now. I'm still a member of a conservative synagogue and I definitely 100% am As Jewish as it comes it's everything in my being and so I find that that is like so woven into my identity that sometimes I work with people and I'm like no you don't have that spirituality and so I was really excited to kind of find out that there was a place to connect with people who do have that that feeling and that um, just the emotions that come along with you know and the joy of being Jewish so thank you. (laughs)
0: You're so welcome. I would like to add though that I I can identify and connect with people and women of different religions on the same level. There's almost this code of understanding. I don't know, women who cover their hair, for example, you know, even if on the streets or politically we hate each other, but when it's like a hot day and we're both covering our hair and we're completely, you know, there's that I contact that happens that understanding we're both like dying here and we're both doing this because of our religion. So there's that spirituality that spirituality that connects with anyone who's connected with any religion and spirituality.
1: Absolutely, and I I find that as well that even when I'm working with people if they have a different religion if they have faith and they have customs that supersede. Um, you know, way, you know, common culture, you know, they have some kind of religious upbringing and philosophies. I'll connect with them a whole lot more as well. Okay, Great. So tell us about your structure and your work. Um, well, I think that it's probably best to just, you know, call it, you know, my my one on one work. I mean, I work one on one with my clients to translate what they do. Do and what you you know, and you know, whether it's a facet of what you do, you know, if you're if you're a painter and you have a certain technique that you have honed in and you've crafted and you've started working with students to teach that style, we'll use that. We don't necessarily have to go all the way through to creating murals and things like that. We can we can break down what you do in your own art business and create some kind of online system and online process in order to get that out to more people. And I think that's really a lot of what I do is is look at the whole, look at the artist, look at what you're doing and you know to bring in income offline and how can we translate that into something that you can do online. And I think that, I mean, that's kind of why my podcast is called Expand Online is because it's not about what you're doing. It's about taking what you're doing and doing more with it. And I think that You know, even with you, I mean, you've got your website, you've got the podcast, you've got other facets, you've got ways of people um, getting to hear your music and to purchase your music through online means they don't have to come to a performance in order to purchase it. And it's that same kind of thing. Sometimes people just don't even know where to start, what systems to use and all of that. And that's really kind of what my goal is, is is to pull that apart and make it easier so that, you know the the art can get out there
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely okay so let's go through the major forms of arts that we have on the show and i think the women listening to this show are involved with so i would break it down into vocal dance or movement film slash photography we haven't had so many photographers here writers and visual artists I think that encompasses everything. We have had, you know, speakers slash writers also. Let's add them in. You know, we've had speakers. I mean, we have theater. So here are all our categories. Give us a few examples how you would work with the different artists.
1: Okay. So an artist who, I mean, te- you know, let's let's start with a musician. You know, whether you play an instrument or you Musician. Know, are- sorry. I
0: totally <laughs> missed that one.
1: <laughs> that was- I put it all into vocal. Yeah, so whether yeah. Whether you're a singer or you play an instrument or you're, you know, or whatever it might be, um, and that's what you do as yourself. And what you've come to is, someone says, "Oh, my kid wants to learn how to play the guitar, the violin, the whatever you is that you're you're doing," and that that is your skill set. And you say, "Oh, I can teach that," and you suddenly go from doing this as your business as being. A guitar player and, you know, in a songwriter or something like that to not just doing that, but also teaching guitar, teaching someone who is a kid or an adult how to use that instrument. And you do that in person. Then what we're going to do is we're going to say, okay, did you create a method for teaching that um, that you could have as something that someone could buy as an online course, like so that someone can learn how to do that for themselves without the one on one cost, without you as the artist, as the teacher having to go to their home or to meet them somewhere and being able to open up your unique style or whatever it is that you teach and the way that you approach it to a larger audience. So if you are here in Seattle, you could take a class from someone from a listener or, you know, one of the artists or musicians who's somewhere else in the country. It gives a lot more opportunity. So that's probably... 50 to 60% of what I do is work with someone who is a practitioner, who's gotten into teaching, who now wants to take the teaching side into the online space.
0: Okay, so I have a few questions about that because I've heard, I think they're myths or not, online courses take a lot of time to prepare and create. And people don't want to pay as much as they would for an online course than they would for one-on-one.
1: And both are true. (laughs) But there is still benefit. So, so why
0: does this make sense for someone to transition for something that's paying them to paying less and it involves so much more prep? For example, somebody who's classically trained, for them meeting with someone once a week and getting paid for their time make, might, might make more sense than starting to learn new technological skills, putting themselves mm-hmm. online, putting in all this work without having necessarily the clients who are signing up for
1: that. And then getting paid less for that. Uh, yeah, no, that's a very good question. It's a, And the, the short answer is um, economy of scale. So instead of working with one client one hour a week, you have one module that 400 people can all watch in that same week. So instead of your, you know, you're working with someone for three months and them paying you X amount, that's t- trading your time for money. If you could work with a lot more people because they are purchasing your online course, you're now in the one to many model where you can leverage the creation of the course once and be, have it available to as many students as want to take it. And one of the big things that I have found since I started working with artists is the biggest thing that art teachers and musicians um, want is, is to provide feedback, provide constructive criticism. And that's where, again, you can economize a little bit because you can structure in Feedback, And you can structure those things into the course and you can do those at a higher level, a higher price point saying you can take this course completely DIY. I'm not going to be involved. I'm just giving you the content and you can learn for yourself. Or you can buy the course, and you can have weekly check-ins with me. Maybe they're fifteen-minute check-ins. Maybe um, the way that you do it is you submit a video, an online—you know—as a student submits an online video, and the uh, the artist, the professional gives critique, whether it's via video, via text, you know, know, however it may be. So there is that. that ability to give the critique and the feedback and to leverage that price point of, okay, now they're getting one-on-one time with me. So it's getting you closer to an in-person one-on-one activity price point wise, but you can still do it faster. You know, I mean, it's a lot faster to watch five students' videos and critique them than it is to go and spend five one-hour sessions with each student and give them the critique on an each week basis.
0: Very interesting. So now that we know your secret sauce, how does the relationship between you and your clients work? Because you're not teaching.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So the relationship between me and the artist that I'm working with.
0: Yeah. So when somebody signs up to work with you, what do they expect? What are you promising for them to learn.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So really what I do with my clients is I come up, I help them and we work together in a video call, much like what you and I are doing right now, where we, I get to know their business. I get to know what they do. And we, we come up with a strategy of what makes sense as the next phase of their business journey. We come up with that strategy. And so then My clients will go um, either working with me or on their own to actually create the course. And I take care of all of the tech back end, making all the pieces work together so that my clients can then go to their established audience. You know, if you are already teaching in your community, the first place that you're going to get people who are interested in buying what you're putting online is from that community. So they can go to that community and say, hey, I have a new offer And then, you know, so you start with your warm audience, as it's called in the online marketing world, Um, you start with them and you can start selling that. So really what it is, is it's taking the, oh, I would like to have an online revenue source. I'd like to have an online product and boiling it down to what is this online product? What makes sense for me, for my business, for the people that I serve right now? And how do we make that a reality? And then. I like for my clients to be in their creation mode. The last thing that I want is for my clients to feel overwhelmed by technology. My degree is in computer science. I live for this technology stuff. So I take that off of my client's plate as best as possible. So,
0: what are some of the technology things that you you take care of? Um,
1: it's the online payments. It's the the website building. It's the course build out. It's the online store, the marketplace, all of the pieces that go to the the sale and delivery of whatever that product is. So, I mean, I mean, some of my clients they sell. Just, you know, prints of their of their art or they'll sell sheet music that they've written, you know, their composer or they'll, you know, or they'll sell a workbook. They don't necessarily all have to be online courses or membership sites or anything that that is, quote unquote, that big. It can start a lot smaller than that.
0: Wow. Very cool. And can you give us some examples of artists you've worked with and it, can you tell us how long you worked with them and what was their progress like?
1: Yeah. So one of my one of my favorite clients, I actually uh, was working with her again at the end of last year and you know to the beginning of this year, teaches people a, a one year long program to learn how to play the bass. And so she, I helped her build out the course so that the content was able to be like, so that the information was given to her students on a timely manner that the feedback requirements were provided at the t- timely manner so that she was able to process. so we kind of built out that whole that whole course um, structure together. and so she created all of her content. I haven't watched her videos, but I you know because that wasn't something I needed to do. I have another client that I, uh, we kind of went from the starting point where he said, you really should have an online course teaching this method. And so we kind of, we actually broke down and created the different sections that came up into that online course. So then my client was able to just go and create the material for it. And then again, I put it all together.
0: Wow. Very cool. But thank you so much, Jamie, for coming on the show. I think this was really eye opening, perhaps for many of our listeners, and they'll check your podcast out and reach out to you. So how can people find you?
1: Well, my podcast is called um, Expand Online, and you can find it in the exact same place as you're listening to The Francisca Show. Um, And my website is techofbusiness.com.
0: That's awesome.
1: Thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you.
0: Thanks again for sticking around until the end. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you will join the online summit the week, the first week of May. If you believe it's the first week of May, so links are in the show notes. Make sure to check out my a cappella new song. And again, if you are interested in talking about bringing your business, your creative venture to the next level, definitely reach out to schedule your discovery call with me. See what's possible for you. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with your friends. Also, you know how to find me. Reach out with your feedback. I always love hearing from you. This is a jewishcoffeehouse.com podcast. And if you're listening on iTunes, please make sure to leave a five-star review. And we'll see you next time.